Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the AG Podcast. We are back after a few weeks. I do apologise. Uh, it is a week delay. That's due to uh, illness last week from myself. But uh, we are here and uh, I am your host today, the Ashcoin09. Joining me on today's podcast, no jam today. He's uh, celebrating Thanksgiving. And uh, of course, you know, happy Thanksgiving to anyone that's, uh, that celebrates it. But uh, he won't be on today's episode. So joining me on today's show is burger boy good evening mate good evening how are we all yeah you know good to have you on as always it's a it's a pleasure and may also coming on today's podcast i was about to say make it his debut but no they're not it's been on before um morris good evening mate hello i think this is like my fourth one now so yeah 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 he's only becoming a little veteran um so Morris is on today, and of course, uh, it is about time we had the X-Men on together. So also on today's episode is Plunkett. Good evening, mate. Hello. Hello. Popping my chariot, and everywhere I go, Burger goes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it's uh, anyone but Burger in the next couple of weeks, but we'll come to that shortly. Um, so just to, uh, obviously, you know, for today's episode, we're going to start with Div 1, we'll then look at Div 2, uh, we'll then talk a little bit about the League Cup, which only two of us on today's show actually still remain in. Uh, we'll then talk about Division 3, um, and then we'll talk a little bit about transfers and BFAs, you know, what we've sort of done and uh, what we're perhaps maybe looking to do. And then to round off the podcast, we will uh, do some podcast predictions. So... We're going to start with Division 1, and uh, it, it's fittingly that two of today's uh, panel are the two that are the uh, in a title race. Berger and Plunkett currently first and second on 40 points. Um, so, top of the league by a, a good amount of distance. Top Cat in third, uh, in 32. Uh, Buncey, Jeff and Suited currently in the middle spots, and then myself, Jam and Ben. Um and Sean sort of towards the bottom. Um, obviously, we've had a few dropouts this season, so it is only sort of the playoff spot that's now being contested at that bottom of that division. Um, but Plunkett, I'm going to start with you first. Um, you are second in the league. You know, you've only lost two games, um, and you've got a bit of a monster up front. Um, talk us what's happened. Talk us well. Talk us your season so far. Well, I went all in on my squad um, right at the start. I think that's really carried me through everything, to be honest. Um, unfortunately, two losses, both against Berger. <laughs> if that were different, then I'd probably hit top. Um, yeah, I've kind of been carried by my team. Everyone's been upgraded, more or less, and I've not had to do many transfers, really. No, I can't say I'm too surprised when you've got, obviously, uh, Boniface up front um you know we we played last night four points to you um two good games but i mean everything that he hit seemed to go in um he was was he what was his rating when you when you got the team was he 73 74 uh i think he was 74 and then he's, he's got he's added two upgrades isn't he so he's 76 yeah now. well he's 78 now well, he's a 78 yeah. yeah, he was a 74, but he got upgraded to a 76 before the teams were handed out. Mm. But he was 74 on the squad sheet or something like that, wasn't it? Or something like that? Yeah. 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 Yes. So and now he's OK, right now I see. OK, well, that makes a lot more sense then. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is obviously second top goal scorer, 20 goals, just behind uh, a Burger Boy player, Jamal Lowe. So, um, Burger, obviously top 
as always, you know, you are in the title hunt this season. Jamal Lowe, scoring goals for you. Um, talk us through uh, talk us through your season so far. Um, yeah, well, it started pretty horrendously because I lost two games to my nemesis, uh, Top Cut. Um, but ever since then, um, in the league, I've just got on and pretty much won every game, bar one. Um, yeah, it's been a good start. I do think Plunkett is top, though, because I think your games haven't been put on. Yes. So I, yes. I, I do. So technically, I'm second uh, at the moment. But um, yeah, I mean, I normally start FIFA off pretty well. I, I tend to win the first league of a FIFA uh, going back, and then I fall off after the, f- the following uh, seasons after that. Um, but yeah, just going on from Plunkett, I eyed up a few squads. His was one of them. I had the most Scudo. Um, and I just went through a few teams. And I thought the squad that I'd be on, I felt was really well balanced. Um, I did have to make a few uh, tra- transfers in. Uh, one of my centre-halves, wasn't great anyway, but he had a minus two and it forced my hand. Uh, look through, found Pacho at... Uh, um, Razzie's squad and surprisingly sold him for 19 million which at the time when there were 70 rated players in the BFA is going for the same cost it was a no-brainer and he's been and that was just before I played Plunkett and that was one of the reasons why I needed to get someone in to, to deal with Boniface and I kept him relatively quiet in the one game but the other game he scored a few goals and then since then um yeah, just made a few signings. I signed that uh, player from Hilly not long ago. And then within two hours, he went up two. And he's probably going to be my star striker going forward from that. But yeah, overall, been pretty happy with the start. Um, but last three games going to be tough uh, to try and uh, make uh, Plunkett unhappy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, obviously, as I said, we've played... Um played last night and that Boniface uh, is a handful. I suspect he's given quite a few uh, teams <laughs> a bit of a handful this season. Um, you know. Um, I mean, Morris, I'm going to come to you. Um, sort of looking in the mid-table spots, we've got, you know, Buncey, Jeff. Jeff is up there. Um, you know, he's in fifth spot at the moment. Suit is recluse. He's in uh, his sixth. Um, Jam, currently down in eighth. Um, not having the best season, Jam, you know, but he's been Honest, it's not been the season for him. Um, what sort of movement do you see in the as we approach the sort of you know latter stages of the season? Do you think maybe you know? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to say top two because I think that Pluckberger and Plunkett perhaps are a little bit too far gone. Although Top Cat has got the two games in hand, um, which if he wins, he gets the he can go up to 38 points and sort of be in that sort of two points off. But do you see anyone in that mid-table pack maybe moving, shuffling up a little bit? Maybe suited going up to maybe third or fourth? Yeah. Um, ben Cooper, I think he might show me up a little bit. But I, I don't know. Looking at that, I, I feel like if you showed me that at the end of the season, I'd be like, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Like you said, Jan's struggling. He might slip down a little bit more and just swap places with Ben, but I don't think he'll drop as far as where Sean is. Um the only person in that table that I, I'd feel confident in a game against is Sean, to be honest. Everybody else that you've mentioned that are mid-table, they'd all be a difficult game for me, and I don't, I wouldn't back myself to be. So I think they're all sort of... 
I think this table has sorted itself out early on and this is how it's going to look. And the only two that might change, Ben AJ Cooper and Jam and possibly Schoenenberger at the top. But... So, go, so go on then, let's, let's get your opinion for the title. Go on. Burger or Sean? Well, uh, Shane. Be... Burger, Shane. Burger, Burger Plunkett. I'm just going to call him Plunkett. Plunkett. <laughs> it, it feels weird me calling him Plunkett. I've been calling him Shane for the last 28 years. Um, it'd be a really big bottle from Shane if he uh, didn't win the title whilst he's got an 84-rated striker, will not it? It'd be a real big bottle. 84. 84-rated striker. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be a really big bottle. <laughs> Uh, I, I think Shane's got it in him. I, I think he's a little diamond under pressure, and I think he'll he'll go from a bang average mid-table Division Two player to winning Division One the next season, and I think he'll show everybody. Well, with his 84 rated striker, the pressure's on you, Plunkett. Uh, but I was just looking. I mean, Berger, you got Sean, haven't you? Um, yeah. To play, so if you win, if you win both of those, then you'll go um, obviously top of back top again. Yeah, um, I mean, quite clear. My reigning rain games are Sean, yourself, Ash, and Suvid. So um, it'll still be tough. I mean, to have my say on the title race, uh, I do think one of top cattle suited will be in there, but they've got each other this week. So I think whoever comes out on the top of that, I think we'll have a say. Because um, Top Cat, if he wins his both games, he's only two points behind both myself and Plunkett. Um, so I don't I... think it's not just. Um, <clears throat> me, it's just not me and Plunkett. I think you you can't go too far away from Top Cat suiting and possibly Buncey. Because if you look at the table, we've all lost two, other than um, Suited has lost three, and then and you're getting the six and the seven. So. Um, I still think it's all to pay for for quite a few people uh, yes. challenging the top to be honest uh, it's quite tight I mean like I said Top Cat's got Suey and then Suey's got myself so if Suey gets on form on those teams like he could not knock, knock us off and obviously will allow Plunkett and himself to go above us Yes, it's um, you know they, as you say, there's still a, a a little way that the permutations can change. Um, obviously, myself and you still got to play. I did take a point off uh, Plunkett um, yesterday, and that, funnily enough, that was my first draw of the season. My um, my record this season has been played full team, won seven, lost seven. Um, so it's been a very, very mixed record for me. I did start off not too well. Did make some changes, sort of, you know, sort of towards the midway spot. Um, I've made a couple of good signings, um, you know, that have, that have done well for me. Um, Matthias Arezzo from uh, Trooper um, has been uh, really, really good for me, really proficient. So I've been really, really happy with that. But um, I said at the start of the season uh, that if I stayed up, it would have been a good season. I mean, obviously, with, um, you know, uh, the way that this division has gone, that's now become a lot easier just because, as I said at the start, we have only got that one playoff place that is to sort of play for um, at the bottom. But, um, yeah, I mean, I my last couple of games, um, obviously yourself, Berger, um and then oh, I can't remember off the top of the head. I think maybe, uh, maybe Ben, you, Ben, and uh, possibly Jeff. I think You've got Plunkett. Plunkett. I no, I played Plunkett play. last night. Um, 
You've so, got to play Top Cat. So, yeah. So, I mean, there oh, so there it goes. So I could play Top Cat yourself. <laughs> I say ben that. It's not, it's not yeah. easy games to play. Um, no. Um, but it'll be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes in the next, you know, by the time we come to the next podcast, maybe, who knows? Maybe the, the title is secured by someone. But let's see. Let's wait and see. Right, we're going to move on, and we're going to move to Division 2 now, and uh, funny enough, maybe this is why he's decided to come on top of Division 2, is Morris, um, <laughs> currently uh, top with uh, 35 points, followed by Paul in second with 33, and then you've got Anunuke, I've butchered that name completely, Gardner, <laughs> Choby, and <laughs> in the play, in the free third, fourth and fifth, and then uh, Hilly's in mid-table with Rye, and then Rhino and Dio, uh, Rhino and Diodex, um, obviously towards the bottom, and again, similarly to Division 1, you know, the bottom spot of this division is sort of, um, you know, locked away now, um, so not too much, you know, there's still a little bit to play for, but... Um, Morris, I'm going to start with you. You've only lost one game this season. You've won 11 and you've drawn two of them. So, pretty efficient for you. And you've only conceded 19 goals. Yeah, it's been a really good season for me. Just to, uh, you just mentioned that's probably why I wanted to come on. When I actually suggested to come on a couple of weeks ago whilst you were poorly, I was unbeaten. So oh, I see. That for me. Oh, sorry. That's why. I sorry. Yes, yes. I remember we were going to mention that. Um, so yeah. let's let's just stay for the point of when this should have gone out. <laughs> I was unbeaten, yeah. But then Rajon's Rajon's ruined that for me. Um, Rajon's were really good difficult games. There's currently somebody who's unbeaten currently as well. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, I played Paul last night. Paul is my bogey team for like the season. I, I genuinely think he's going to end up finishing first, but I managed to get the two draws out of him. So I'm more than happy with that because we're both fighting for that top position and he's, he's not gained on me anything there. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's been, a, it's been a really good season for me. It's a weird one because it's the lesser rated players and I think I've just taken to it quicker possibly than other people have. I had um, a really big slow striker up front called Luca who I got off of Bunsey. And he was top scorer at one point, but then I um, got blinded by my Leeds loyalty and I bought a Leeds player and it's kind of front balance off a little bit now. So I maybe shouldn't have messed with what I had going because I had a good thing going. But yeah, it's still going well. A couple of draws against Paul, that's what I needed. And then back end of the season, it's not the most difficult games. It's uh, sort of the bottom area, middle players at tables. So hopefully I can finish strong as well. Yeah, I mean, as you say, you know, it was important to take those points against Paul Lowe's, even in the form of draws or wins, you know, because even if you draw, which you, obviously you did, you've kept that distance that you had before the games, um, you know, obviously losing them and it would have made it a lot more uh, compact at the top. Yeah, um, the goal difference as well, getting draws as well is massive yeah. to me because... I don't want him pulling away on goal difference. No, so I mean, Paul's already ahead of you by four goals at the moment uh, yeah. Yeah. on goal difference. Um, uh, Berg, I'm going to come to you. Um, you. You mentioned the other guy that is currently unbeaten in this league, uh, Anu. I'm going to call him Anu because I can't. His name's out. Tom. Tom. No, I think that's. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that, that might be the other. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom is uh, obviously ten games, uh, one nine of them, and he's only drawn one. Do you, I mean, firstly, how much have you played him, you know, in terms of uh, games on this FIFA? And do you think he could be that, that late runner 
obviously, uh, you know, he has come in late, but um... I haven't played him, so my opinion of him is I don't really know. Um, but obviously, you can't. You got to look at it. He's unbeaten. He's won. I mean, I know some of the games would have been defaults, but um, it, it, it's still probably unknown because he hasn't played. Morris or Paul, just to gauge the actual level of him. But you can't argue the start he's had. He's had a very good start. He's not conceding many goals. Um, yeah, so, I mean, positive start for him. Uh, obviously, he's got to play a few more games to get caught up, but he's done pretty, as well as Roy Jones has. Um, but, yeah, I mean, got some decent results, but I can't really say for definite because I don't think he's played the... Say top four those or five are, those around him at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So no. I think I think you'll be able to form a better opinion probably on the next one when he has caught up with the games and see if he's still unbeaten. <laughs> yeah. Whose team did he take? Uh, he took um, Roy Jones took Chalinios and the other squad would have been Gooey's, then yeah. Yeah, Gooey's. Yes, yes, that was right. Um. Plunkett, I'm going to come with come to you. Sort of looking at the sort of mid-table towards the bottom. Obviously, Rhino and Diadex currently down at the bottom. Um, do you see them see it changing too much? Do you think Diadex, perhaps, you know, he's only on seven points. Um, do you think, perhaps... Uh, it's a little bit to be fair, I think, I think Diod's already shot himself in foot, really, with that. That points deduction, I think that's sealed his, his fate this year, to mm. be honest. Um, and yeah, for Rhino, it's he's got the games in hand over Raz to get up there, but I can't see it, unfortunately. So, so do you think? So, obviously, Dio, you, you reckon is going to go down? What about Rhino? Do you think Rhino? I mean, Rhino's four points behind Raz. He has got four games in hand um, on on Raz and Bry, so. Do you think he can propel himself up and maybe drag Raz yeah, or Brian um, there? Or, or do you think it will be um, Rhino and Dio that go down? Well, looking at fixtures, Raz is playing Rhino. So that's going to decide it, really, isn't it? I'm looking at wrong Yes. Yeah, they've still got to play. They've still got to play. So that'll be the decider for whoever gets in playoff. Um, but I think Raz will pull out a bag, to be fair. I think he'll... He's used to these low-rated players, and with everyone else around him, I thought he'd be the iron table. Yeah, I mean, he he has in the past, isn't he, Raz? I mean, he's you know he's had some seasons where he has been pushing towards the top, and then he has been sort of you know sort sort of towards the bottom half. I mean, I suppose you know obviously being a brand new fee for everyone, sort of adjusting and whatnot. Um, but I think I think Raz will be all right. I think. Um, I think he will do enough to propel himself. I mean, just looking at the goal difference, I mean, I know we talked about Bry potentially being dragged into it, but Bry is on a minus two goal difference, and that is a, a quite a substantial better goal difference than what, you know, sort of Raz, Rhino and Diodex are currently on. Um, so, I mean, that could come into the factor heavily, especially if the sort of points, you know, they sort of end up bringing each other in with points. Um but it is going to be interesting. Um, so, just to wrap up this division, Morris, do you feel like you're going to win the title? I I think I can now. I think my after those draws against Paul, if, if I'd have lost 
both those games, I'd have said no. But because... after getting draws after him, I think I've got an easier run towards the end of the season than he has. So, yeah, I'm going to back myself. What we need to happen is we need to see the X-Men lifting the two division titles uh, um, on AG. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it? And then all we need it. is a third X-Men from Division 3. Um, and then we could have X-Men domination on the site. But we're going... <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it goes on the recruitment for Division 3. But we're going to come to Division 3 in a minute. We're actually going to move away from the divisions and we're going to took a little look at the League Cup um, that's obviously still going on. Um you know, we're in the sort of the quarterfinal stages in one side, and I think maybe there's a couple more games in the bottom. Um, myself and Morris are out, so Morris, unfortunately, your success in the league has not travelled over to uh, to this um, uh, this cup. I think you lost to Diadex, didn't you? Yeah, Diadex three two. Um, I did on Golden Girl. On Golden Girl, see, that's really harsh. Always, I mean, always fine when you every anything goes to Golden Girl. It is always harsh because you know you've done well to get it to that stage. Um, it was fully deserved by Al, though. It won. It won like any sort of sloppy FIFA goal. It just played better than me. It was fully deserved. No, uh, that's fair enough. Um, and then obviously the two who are still in it, Plunkett and Burger. Plunkett, I'm going to start with you. You've got a game against Paul Lowe's coming up you know um, I've already played him oh you've already played it and is it, played him. is it success or is it farewell I am in the semi-finals you are in the semi-final congratulations you yeah. will face one of either Burger or uh, Diazex Harry or Andy Brill so Burger I'm going to come to you you've uh, obviously you've played three <laughs> games already in this uh, this side of the, in the group you've played Gaz Sean and Jam we won't talk too much about the scoreline with Jam but um you know, <laughs> you, you, you've had a good run. Um, you would face one of Diadex, Harry or Andy. Um, yeah, what the floor's yours. Talk about your I mean, game just so say far. It. Just <laughs> say Are it. you looking forward to your game against Plunkett? I mean, I would be expected to beat any of those three. Uh, whether I would, just I don't, don't know. Don't, don't forget the handicap. Um, Go on, Al. There's no handicap in the league. Club. No, of course there isn't. No. No, um, we're a low rate keeper, I have, isn't it? Low rate I have struggled in, in the other cup, but I think I've just scraped through both times. Um, but yeah, because of the, the uh, pro Division 3 tryhard in Trooper and Soggy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, looks it, it, it will look likely that I've got, uh, I will get through to the semi and play Punk It. So yeah, I'm in, I'm in all competitions. So as, I mean, I'll, that's what you try and do, and you know uh, the semi-final date with Plunkett may not be far away, but uh, we'll see if we can end anyone's hopes of a double or a triple. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just looking, uh, just looking at the other sides of the bracket, we've got Suited who's playing Buncey and Soggy Cabbages is playing Bry. Um, so, who do you think? I'm going to come back to you, Burger. Who do you think out of that those four? potentially will go on to sort of be in that top half of the final bracket. I mean, you'd think it would either be Suited or Buncey as their Division 1 players. But Bry uh, picked up a big scalping top cap in the previous round. Um, so, and that this is without a handicap as well, so that's a good result for him. Those two would be underdogs in the semi-final compared to Buncey and Suited. Um 
I mean, they're quite level in the league table, so there's not really much to choose from for those two. So it's going to be a tough game either way. Um, and Soggy, I think he's because of all the defaults he's had and other people have left, I think he's still unbeaten. I could be wrong. Uh, <laughs> somehow. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, fair play to Soggy or Bro. They're going to be in the semi-final and they could easily get a result against... In a one-off one game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, it'd be nice to see someone else win it. Top half, guys. We don't want to see the same people win every cup. Um, you know, especially if, if Plunkett is winning. <laughs> yeah. I think I've beat you in the final in the past, haven't I, Plunkett? Or is that... I've beat you twice, I think, yeah. Yeah, I've beat you twice in two finals. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. Uh, no, you, you're not, though, are you? you, you <laughs> it's all right. You can say it. You're not. I mean, if Plunkett gives it, he's got to take it at the same time. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. No, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and good luck to all those that are still involved. Um, right, we're going to move on. And we're going to move to Division 3. Um, so, currently top, MJG. He is uh, top with 32 points. Although he is joint top, I suppose, it was Soggy Cabbages, who is still unbeaten. You know, good season for Soggy so far. Only conceded 16, so he has got that defensive, you, you know, he is that defensive stability this season. Uh, Wiz Fox, Harry and Trooper currently in the playoffs with Worm, Payne, Nuthatch, Gaz and Andy Brill, um, you know, sort of occupying the rest of the spots. Um, so, uh, Berger, let, let's start with you. MJG is currently top. He's got soggy cabbages just behind him, but uh, Mark Mark has a much better goal difference um, than soggy. Do you think Mark will go on and uh, and win the win it in this division? Um, I think as for the automatic spots, I would say two of three people. I would say Mark, soggy, and Trooper. I would. Uh, they've all lost only two. Well. So Trooper and oh, MJG have lost two. <laughs> oh, Harry. Uh, and Soggy is unbeaten. Uh, they've not played uh, that many compared to others. I can't write off pain, but I think it's uh, two of those three as an automatic. Um, so, I mean, I've played Soggy in the Elim, and it was a very frustrating game. He won on handicap, but he caused me some problems. Uh, same with Trooper. They both beat me with a handicap. Um, so... And to me, they're pretty much Division Two standard players when I've played them. Or, but I don't know if they play against other people and then you know don't you know well play differently. Um, if you were to ask me, I would probably say Soggy and one of MJD or Trooper. I wouldn't know what who to decide from those two. Uh, so all right, let's let's plunk it. You know when he admitted Harry. Uh, out of that group. Harry's having a good season, actually. You know, obviously, he is in the, he's won eight games out of his 14. You know, he's obviously in the playoff spots at the moment. Do you think, though, Harry might falter away towards the end in the second half? Um, you know, sort of looking at those around him. I mean, he's obviously, you know, he's five points clear of Worm, although, obviously, Worm has got two games in hand. Um do you think he's going to fall your away, or do you think he's going to manage to survive and sort of stay in those playoff spots to the end of the season? Uh, to be fair, I think he's all going to depend on the game against Soggy. Because he's been talking up quite a lot. 
if he backs it up and gets six points, I reckon that'll push him on to finish off strong for the season. Um, but to be fair, looking at them three playoffs, I can see Trooper going up and pushing. It'd be nice to have for three Leeds fans. Moss, Moss, Moss. That would be one massive mot. <laughs> massive mot. Um, it came to change his game attack to X Trooper. <laughs> X Trooper. Um, well, there we go. X X Morris. X uh, Plunkett. X Trooper. <laughs> written in stars. But, um, yeah, if Harry backs up what he's saying, I reckon he can push on and possibly get in second if he if he keeps it on. If Jam was in this party, he'll be shooting you down right now. <laughs> well, this is this is why there's positivity about Harry on today's episode. Harry, make sure you do listen to this and uh, keep this podcast bookmarked in your favourites because this is you getting positive comments. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think um, you know, I do think Mark is going to pretend will probably go on and do it just because I think it would take something monumental for him to sort of fall away with his goal difference you know he, although you know Soggy can keep it that stability he has got those two games in hand if he wins those he will go six points maybe you know he doesn't need the goal difference if Soggy does manage to keep that stability through the last couple of games of the season then obviously he will be champion um, so it's, it'll be interesting from there I mean Morris sort of looking at the bottom half it, you know, Worm is there. Worm's another one that on his season plays re- can play really, really well. Um, you know, I said in the podcast not, not that long ago that, you know, I remember when Worm was sort of top two, top three. I think he had, was it Martinez? I think he had up front and it was just ripping players apart. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Payne Wells is there as well. Nuthatch, uh, Gazgrass. Do you see it, anyone from that sort of bottom half pushing on? in the latter stages maybe maybe worm it's really hard for me to tell because i don't play any of these lads i'm not doing them any head-to-heads at the moment and the only ones that i've had in like cups and stuff is soggy and mjg um big thing for me andy brill's not going to finish last he's, he's got that secured at least no he finished last last time did he or am i, nah, I don't think it is he's, do, he's doing a lot better you know He's doing, yeah, but, um, he is doing a lot, lot better, Andy Brill, and well done to him because I do remember the days that you know he would have been lucky to have had a, a, a win or two over the start, over the course of the season. So, you know, to get to where he is now is really, really good. And um, but he's, he's not a million miles away from those around him either, like no, Gaz no, no, and no, yeah. and Payne. To be fair, he's, he's only a game week, a good game week away from moving up quite a few spaces. To be fair, oh, he's got a game. He's got an extra game played, though, for Gaz and Payne on it, to be fair, just soon. But, yeah, he's still in mix. Um, good luck to Andy. The rest of them, I, re- I really can't comment on. I- I've not played, and I don't know how their seasons are going and how they're feeling with the teams and stuff. So, the table is as it is at the moment for me, and I, I don't know. I'm sorry, I haven't got much to comment on them. No, 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 that's fair enough. It's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what where we are at in, by the time we come to the next episode and who out of Mark and Soggy has uh, sort of pulled away in that division, if if they have at all. You know, I mean, it would be nice to see them both on the same about level of points and still being real contested with it. Um, yeah, definitely. For what it's know. worth, I do think um, Soggy will clinch it. I played Soggy and um, Mark, as I said, in Cups. Soggy beat me outright without an handicap and Mark technically did beat me but again we're just with the handicap 
So just based off those games, I reckon Soggy will take it. I see, what you're, I see what you're trying to do here, Morris, but a, a loss is a loss. However, no, you sugar, no. however you sugar, however you sugar, it was a technicality. <laughs> <laughs> that was you know, brilliant. He, he, to be fair, he, in the second half he outplayed me. He played be- a lot better than me. He, I, he came from two 0 down, I think, so he deserved win. I no. should have played better. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Right, we're going to move on and we're going to talk a little bit about the transfers and BFAs. Obviously, we've had some BFAs recently, um, you know. Um, I mean, just sort of looking through, I mean, we'll start with you, Morris. I mean, you did bring in someone uh, for big money in the last uh, major BFA, because I think the last one that we've just had was for Division 3, wasn't it? That was yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, Jorginho Ruta. 73 rated striker, 31 million. So something tells me you wanted him. Yeah, so I would, I would been, um, I would been a little bit nosy on on the night. Paul made a deal and he just, he just clinched me for Scudo. I had the most Scudo on the site, so I thought, oh fine. And then he posted in shoutbox saying, anybody want an Ed Ted? I want to try a couple of players out. So I like messaged the people he played saying, did he try Rutter out? And one of them said yes. So I was just or panicking, or on keyboard, straight away. Because <laughs> I, I wanted Rutter because he's leads, but he's got four-star skills and five-star weak foot, and he's, on paper, a good striker. And Leeds are doing all right at the moment, so it might be doing a few upgrades, because he's playing well as well in real life. So, or on keyboard, sweating, I was like, do, do I go all in? Do I just play safe bid? And then end, I just waxed full 31 million on it. I think I had, like, 32 million total when I waxed. Thirty-one on it. Just hey, look, if he's a yeah. player you really want, you go big. You know, go big on him. Get the, get. Did anyone else bid? Uh, someone else did bid, but it were only like sixteen. But I'm back up to eighteen million now, so it's not end at world. I'm I'm not struggling for cash. I've I've earned it back up. No, no, that's it. And um, the, you know, I think Ruto was the player I put in. I think I was me that put him in for the uh, in the picks. Um, you did, yeah, and I gave you a thumbs down because I didn't have enough money at the time to buy. Him. I didn't submit him because I wanted <laughs> him, but I didn't have I enough see. money. But then I made a couple of sales and I got some cash up. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking through. Let's plunk it. You've obviously bought in uh, S- Simone, Simone for eleven million. Um... Yeah, he were in my team for about. A half an hour, and then, and then went straight away. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, I got him in a mystery, and he, he was a striker. Just, I'm never going to use him. No, no, that's so fair I enough. I mean, any other striker is pointless with you, mate. Yeah. You probably find that Boniface will do you for the rest of eternity. Um, Flashback from Haaland. Yeah, it's the Haaland <laughs> version. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, I mean, just looking through the list, Berger, you've not done anything this season in terms of BFAs, have you? Uh, or you've not I been successful, think... should I say? Yeah, I've not been successful, but it's kind of helped me because I've been able to get a good deal after, and it's essentially been like a BFA. Um, I mean, I know I, saw, I said I signed Pacho and I signed Simmer because I did bring him yes. up, but I think yes, his course, BFA I was... I Two million it, the last couple yeah, of days. He did. I did actually put him through, but I think the BFA was finishing at seven and I was at a Wolves game, so I couldn't have bid on him. Um and Ellie just put him up. I said two million, and he went for it. Uh, he's probably worth probably like fifteen, twenty, probably even more north than and, that. And he's he's just had an upgrade, isn't he? 
Yeah, well, yeah, just have a look at the upgrade. It's an unbelievable upgrade, to be honest. Um, considering I was going to put him on the bench, <laughs> but now he's going to be starting. Um, my other business, I've signed a centre mid Bussier who's gone up to a 72 and a full back from Roy Jones. And they've all improved my squad, so I can't really complain. And BFA, was, I think there was a six foot nine centre half that Jeff beat me to. Uh, I was going to bid on Bayer, uh, but Bryce put too much money on, I couldn't spend. And then I uh, was fined for the winger that was at Leon. Um, uh, with Numera, was it? Uh, he went to Trooper. Um, I, if I was a bit quicker, I'd have got him for 15 million. But um, yeah, not being my forte, generally it is, but I've been able to get players in that are probably better than BFAs in anyway. So it's benefiting me by not doing BFAs. <laughs> no, that's just fair enough. Um, I mean, you know, this is all what we always say after a BFA, if you're unsuccessful, um, you know, things come up on the market. Opportunities arise that did not were not there an hour prior. Um, you know, so uh, there are always some good deals to be had, especially in that sort of immediate, you know, time after a BFA. Um, I mean, just in general, you know, Plunkett, your business so far this season, have you been happy with it? Um... Yeah, it's, it's been all right. Like I said before, it's really set me up for the season, getting the squad that I did, because I didn't have to improve too many positions. Um, I brought in that CDM, that's six foot eight. Um, I think well, brought in a centre mid that I'm trying to move on, and hopefully I get a left back in the next BFA. Well, we know what you're going to be looking for then next yep. uh, next time around. Um, I mean, Morris, you've done a fair bit of business as well. Um, you know, are, are you happy with what you've done? Oh, I say, yeah, in general, what you've you know you've done um, this season. Yeah, um, I brought in a centre mid, left forward. And the left back, uh, the left forward, I mentioned in that post, you know, Marcus put up the other, other night about your best bit of business and stuff like that. Kim Day one, he's got a load of play styles and he's fast and he can dribble and pass. So he's perfect for a left forward. And then I bought the left back, Joshua Wilson, Ezra Band. He was someone that I just had on career mode last FIFA that I used to play whilst I was supposed to be working. And I got him up to like an 80 or something. So he was just like a sentimental buy. But he's doing all right for us. And then there's the few Leeds players dotted around and stuff. My best one is one that I got off Trooper. I swapped him a centre mid for a bloke called Jiang Guangtai, centre back. Who is it, Shane? It's actually uh, Tyus Browning. Tyus Browning, that's it. Um, you know, um, bloke that used to play for Everton and Sunderland. He's moved China. to China, changed his nationality. He's now Chinese. He's called Jiang Guangtai, but he's a bloody monster. It's like six foot odd, decent eighty two pace on a centre back. So yeah, I'm happy with that one. Trooper's done me done me good there. And he's happy with centre mid he got out of it as well, so no complaints there. So I've I've changed quite a few positions and I'm happy with it overall. Everyone's happy, that's all we uh that's all that should matter. Yeah, no negativity when Jan's not around. <laughs> 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 uh, 
No. <laughs> right, we're going to move on uh, and we're going to wrap up the podcast with some podcast predictions. Now, obviously, we've done this in the past. Um, we're all going to make two podcast predictions that we'll revisit on the next episode. Um, we'll see whether they uh, have were right, whether they were wrong, and whether we're going to go to whoever for the lottery numbers next. So, Berger, I'm going to start with you. Two predictions across the three divisions. So, you know, it can be one from Div 1, one from Div 3, or two from Div 2, whatever. Um, what you think is going to happen by the time we get to the next episode? I'm going to say... Ooh, can I just do one for the season, or is it going to be for the... You, you, uh, yeah, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll bend the rules. You can do one for the season. I'll, I'll do both Morris and Plunkett to not win the league <laughs> as a combined... <laughs> I'm not saying I'll win it though, um, and I'll I'll win one of the cup competitions. I, I, I'll put my thing on the line. I'll say that. Okay, Plunkett, I'm going to come to you next. Um, I think for the next podcast, I'm trying to think, is it Anuaki? I think Tom. he will still be unbeaten. It's Tom. Tom. Tom Blackett will still be unbeaten and will be in um, top two by then. And I think that Burger Boy will have been knocked out of the cup. By yourself? No comment. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the scenes when he loses to Andy Brill. And, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Morris. I will say Victor Boniface will have overtaken Jamal Lowe and will be the Division 1 top goal scorer. And I think Soggy Cabbages will have secured that number one place and he'll have moved up and he'll be in position one. And for me, I'm going to go Plunkett top of the league. Um, I think Plunkett will be number one by the time... um, we get to the next episode and I also think that I'm going to say oh, see I'm going to play the next one safe Mark will still be top of division 3 but only by a point I thought you were going to say Mark will still be bottom of division 2 then <laughs> oh wow <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, that would, that would be one of my predictions. It's a safe bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be safe. <laughs> um, confirm winner. <laughs> um, no, Mark will still be top of Division 3 uh, uh, a point. So we're going to wrap it up there. Um, but before we go, I think you've got something you want to say, Plunkett? Yeah, just a quick um, a shout out to a very nice friend, Shaw. Um, at the start of the season, he gave some really nice comments to me, saying that he was surprised that I was even in the league, who let me in. Um, I went on to beat him twice, and he's now bottom of Div 1 somehow, so hopefully he turns it round and sorts himself out, but it's a shame. But, but do, do, do you really mean that? Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say if I didn't mean it. <laughs> I see, oh, I see. Right, we're going to leave it there for today's episode. Thank you very much all for coming on and uh, um, being on today's episode. So, uh, Morris, thank you for jumping on. As always, it is a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me and for ruining my um, unbeaten celebration that I wanted to do a week ago. Oh, I do apologise. I, I do apologise. No, it's fine. 
I've mentioned it a couple of times. It's fine. That's it. If if you keep saying it, maybe it will. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it will make it feel like it's real now. Still, um, <laughs> pl- Plunkett, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us. As is uh, is a pleasure, and uh, you know, thank you for obviously you know agreeing to come on with Morris. I mean, obviously, I know that you know you come on together, but um, you know, thank you. And Berger, as always, it's, it's a pleasure having you on. Um, yeah, always happy to get involved and uh, be in discussion. So yeah. Until next time. Yeah, and uh, obviously, as always, guys, if you've not been on for a while and you do want to get involved, please do uh, message myself or Jam. It'd be good to get you on. Um, And we'll see you in a couple of weeks' time when the season will be uh, in the latter stages. And who knows, we may have our division winners. So until then, take it easy, and we'll see you on the next episode.